Married Murder Mayhem. Um, happily. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> uh, happily Married Murder Mayhem. So that's the Jennifer Pan 911 call. Wow. Yeah. That was intense. Okay. Just like, I know you haven't gotten into anything. No, nothing yet. Eh, but I always make comments. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that 911 operator, like, I know she's trying to get information, but they seem so rude sometimes. Does that mean, like, I, I know it's a high stressful job. I know it they're is. like, I need to get this information so I can get these people out there to help you as fast as I can. Yeah, just stop being frantic and tell me what the fuck went on. That's, yeah. That's what they're going like, to get. I, I need you to stop, but like... Sometimes I'm just like, when you listen to it, like, I feel like when you're in the moment too, you're like, woman, shush, so I can hear, tell me what you need, let yes, me help you, yes. but at the same time, I'm just like, please, she's going through something right now, don't be so mean to But her. I think also that that point is to the point of, like, if I don't get this information out, you're going to die. Yeah. Because of the situation might be... you're in, so I need to be stern with you to get you to snap out of whatever frantic moment that you're in to be like listen i know you're gonna be okay let me get there yeah that's true but no when i first heard ma'am 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 i was just like girl come on yeah no i it rubbed me the wrong way the first time i heard it right but then i have to like yeah i have to take a second to like okay just remember they're trying to help them as much as they can they're like come back to me i can't help you if i'm just listening to you talk to someone else Okay, sorry, I just wanted to make that comment. <coughs> now, that Continue. was the daughter of Bick and Pan. And she was, well, is an award-winning, you know, trying to get to the Olympics. Their family is the epitome of what the immigration system wants to see. They Ooh. came over here. They're, they prospered. They lived very frugally, but they had nice cars, nice house. And both of their kids were excelling amazingly in school. At first, she was going to be a doctor. And then he said um, that she went back down because she couldn't stomach it. <laughs> Probably had, like, thought, like, oh, come watch these, like, you know, these ER episodes or Grey's Anatomy. And, and she's like, was... no, no. <laughs> exactly. Blood, no, thank you. Like, I always wanted to be a doctor, and then you see blood, and you're like, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> right? Pharmacist is a good, like, a good yes. step two, you know yes. what I mean? Where so you're she... not, you're not, you're still helping, but you're not in the hickle and bickle, that I've never said that before in my life. <laughs> hickle and bickle. Never, ever <laughs> used hickle and bickle in my life. I don't even know what that means or where that came from, but you're not in the hickle bickle of the uh, emergency, right? you know, blood and stuff. Exactly. So at the end of the video call, you, or not video call, but voice call, you heard the father wake up. 
Yeah. You heard him scream for help. She says he's, yeah, screaming and ran outside or something. Yeah, he just ran outside. Now, when they arrive, they break into the house. They drag Pan all around upstairs. She's upstairs listening to music. She can't hear anything at first, but she recognizes different footsteps coming up the stairs. Oh. So she's like, what is that? So she turns her radio down. And the next thing she knows, she's being dragged up and down every bedroom being asked, where's the money? Where's the money? Yeah. And I, to, to speak to the footstep thing, like, I understand, like, I, I've heard that from where, like, you know, people in, well, I'm not, nothing, no, no, we're talking about who these people were or are. Um, but they typically say, like, you know, if someone's in an abusive household or anything like that, like, the children will often learn the footsteps of their family members and things. So they kind of have an idea of who's coming. You know, like, they can tell, like, oh, dad's walking up the stairs, you know, oh, that's his drunk walk, or, oh, like, that's his yeah. sober, he's okay walk, it's it's okay, like, it's not gonna be danger, or, oh, no, I recognize those footsteps, you know, mom's angry right now, I need to be careful, I need to hide, <laughs> you know, oh, you know, put my younger siblings away, yeah, take the blunt of it, stand at the door so they can't get in, lock the, you know what I mean? So, understanding the footsteps thing, like, I get that, my red flag to that was, like, how was her home life? <laughs> right. Well, so like, just to kind of step back and say how her home life was. They are very strict. They want straight A's. They want the perfect kids. They came here. They want their kids to have a better life than what they had by any means possible. So they were stern. So you could see probably how she would notice a difference in the footsteps. Right. Probably like upstairs studying and just like, you know, on the phone, playing some games and just like, oh, dad's coming put the phone away. Yeah. Huh, no, I'm studying the whole time. No, I don't know what you're talking about. So then... They drag her around the whole house. They tie her up. They go downstairs. They drag the mom and the dad down the steps and put a blanket over their heads. And apparently the last thing the dad says is, please don't hurt Jennifer. Just please spare my daughter. Um, And they, five shots go off. And you hear, the mom never wakes up again. She's dead on the scene. The dad does wake up, but. I mean, yeah, we heard him yelling and screaming. so, So they kill the wife. Yes. Kill the mom. And wait, where was she at this time? Where she, she was tied up on, on the upstairs in the banister. Oh, wow. So she can just hear it. She can hear them screaming and then yeah, just... Yeah, she hears the pop, 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 and then she waits for the silence and then she makes the call. Oh, dang. She had her phone I mean, yeah, if you're hearing pocket. so well of, like, footsteps and stuff, you're hearing the gunshots from a basement, like, I guess you're hearing them come up the stairs, <coughs> go out the door, and you're like, now's my chance. But, What? Hold on, I'm, 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 I don't know. I, was I like feel telling, like you just lost your whole train of thought. I did a little, sorry. We have COVID, so. I have a little bit of COVID brain, but my brain also just went like, she's tied up and then calls 911, and I'm like, how do you call 911 when you're tied up? So her hands are behind her back, uh-huh. and so is her phone. So she's able to lift her oh. phone up from behind her back, dial 911, and put it on speakerphone to make the call. Okay, that's valid. I feel like, especially now, like, you know, phones, you can literally probably pull it out and even just... You know, phone, call 911, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know there's voice I mean? chats. Yeah, but... exactly. So, Google. okay, that makes that makes sense, yeah. I was just, like, in my head, I said it, and I was like, wait a minute, you're tied up. Like, How okay. did you do that? Yeah. Yeah. So, she goes to the hospital to be with her, parent, her, her dad, cause, mm-hmm. and he's put in a medically induced coma. Dang, she sits with so him for he's... about three hours. They pull her in for her witness statement. She gives her witness statement, and it's pretty much, in their minds, an open and close case. Yeah. Like... I mean, it sounds like it. They broke in... What... Like, I don't know. It's, I always wonder with these things, like, what, why? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why? I don't so they know. Ask where, for like, that. 
Why would you just break into houses? Like, what makes you pick a house? So they ask her that, and they, she believes that it's because they had nice cars out in the front yard, and their house is a nicer house. I mean, that'll do it, But they just didn't have a lot of cash on hand. They did walk away with, like, I think almost three grand out of the house. Like, I mean, you come into my house right now and try to take three grand. grand. You're getting three cents, baby. Yeah. Like, that's all I got on me. (laughs) You can check the junk drawer for change. Like, I don't know. Exactly. I don't know. I might have vacuumed up a quarter. Uh, earlier today, like check that vacuum, that yeah. lint. Here you go. Check the couch cushions. Come on, man, let's go. Flip it over. We'll work together here. Exactly. You can rob me. You <laughs> just ain't getting mud. Heads you. up, you might earn a McDonald's. No, you can't even earn a McDonald's. No. Uh, Taco Bell. You might earn a Taco Bell taco. There you go. <laughs> if it's half off day. Yeah. Right. Exactly. If it's on sale. Uh, Jack in the Box. <laughs> Jack in the Box tacos. You there you go. Get yourself Jack in the Box tacos. Congratulations. You robbed my house for Jack tacos. Exactly. Hope you like them. So that's what they assumed it was. They, She felt that there was not necessarily any reason that these three men would come in and rob her. So there were three men. That's something I forgot to mention. Okay. <clears throat> so she is alive. Was she able to like identify him? Was she be like, oh yeah, no, that's this guy, this guy, this guy. She... Put him in the lineup. Boom. Open shut case. And make them all sing, you know... Some NSYNC song real quick. Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys, is that what yes, it was? Yes, it was Backstreet Boys. Okay. So I, I know exactly you what know you're exactly talking about. Right? And then she's like, yeah, that's him, number four. Yeah, he goes, oh like, yeah, I forgot about that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So so she's open cuts, here they are, here no, you go. she didn't see him. Because of the way they dragged her and, you know, one of the guys has braids in his face, the other guy had a hoodie over his head, she was not able to identify any of them. Like, I know that's, like, I was just kind of hoping for that, like, you know, that she'd be at least be able to have, like, insult, like, oh, cool, I at least figured out and able to bring my mom's killer to justice. Right. My dad's... So, wait, what happens with the dad? Does he survive? So, he, he... he does. He wakes up. Oh, oh, yay! And so, he the knows. police, they come to him, and they're like, hey, this is what your daughter said, you know, but what? I mean, you were shot in the face, so what do you know? What do you remember? <laughs> do you remember anything? Because as far as they're concerned, at this point, when he first wakes up, they're like... This guy is not going to remember crap. He probably has amnesia. Like, it's game over. Yeah. But we have, you know, Jennifer's I mean, alive. She's well. We don't know why they spared her, but they did. I didn't even think about that. Why would they spare somebody? <clears throat> I mean, he asked, so I guess they were just like, all right. Like, well, all right. Well, we're going to kill you. We might as well at least give you last <laughs> wishes. Yes. But holy <laughs> But so, I mean, but yeah, when you think about it, he literally ran out screaming. Yeah. Terrified. You have no idea where his mental state is. You have no idea what he's going to remember, what he's going to know, how good of a witness statement it is. He was shot in the face or brain or head or wherever. Surprisingly, he remembers everything. Shit, so he's the one who nabs the guys. Those are the three. This Get him done. This is where shit hits the fucking fan. Oh. Because his story does not match Jennifer's story at all. Oh, shit. Okay. Turns out, when you hear him talking, dragging Jennifer down the hallway, they're actually just talking and chit-chatting together. She's showing them where the money is. They're just being best buds. And then you find out this whole other story about Jennifer that she never tells you that her her father is able to tell. So, it turns out, Jennifer faked her diploma for graduation because she was under so much pressure with her parents. Started what? dating a drug dealer boyfriend and moved in with him, lied about the college she was going to, and her parents finally found out wait, this wait, wait. Hold recent. On. Hold on. So she straight up, she straight up fabricates all of it. A story of them being murdered. Yeah. She fabricates 
her whole life, basically, you're saying. Yeah. So she was failing high school. Yeah. Says, no, look, I graduated. Here's a diploma. That like, she that made. That she never actually got. That yeah. she she made up. And then eventually and they then, find out. And then goes into college, you said? Yeah. Well, doesn't. She doesn't get into college, but she lies and says she did. What? So, I mean, that's... Okay, I'm, I'm just thinking from when I, when I got to college, like, the things that came through the mail, you had, like, intro packets, you had acceptance letters, all that sort of stuff. You've had to fake it all. Yeah. You had she to f- did it all. She faked it all. And, I mean, you're talking to your parents constantly, like, oh, hey, like, yeah. so then no, they it's give going her- great, school's great. Oh, this teacher is such a hard ass, like. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> she's making all that up the whole time. Yeah. So then they tell her, no more with this boyfriend. This is not okay. You either, you have two choices. You either come home and go back to school and get your pharmacy degree like you want, or we disown you and we want nothing to do with you. You're not our child. Dang. And you can go live with your boyfriend. Well, she chose family over him. Then why kill him? If you wanted your boyfriend, you didn't have to kill your parents. You could have just went to the boyfriend. They literally gave you the out. Well, because he said um, you won't oh. be able to see him again until I'm dead. And she thought, well, I don't want to wait. <laughs> so she got with her boyfriend on burner phones. And they thought that would make them safe, that no one would find it. And they began planning the, the home invasion. Yeah. Yes, this botched home invasion of mom oh, and dad. So how did the police... So the police, what? So they they hear this. They're like, no, she was friends with them. Like, they talked nicely, and they're like, oh, So they shit. tell the dad, they're like, listen, we have a rare thing here. You're gonna play dumb. You're oh, gonna shit. act like you have amnesia, and she is your loving, caring daughter, and she's gonna let her guard down because she thinks she got away with it. Oh shit, so they get the dad to play on it? Yeah, so he does. He plays on it. He talks to her. He's like, so happy. I don't remember anything. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, they pull Damn. her in for another case, an- another interview. Like, hey, we just need more information because, you know, not since your dad was... We were really hoping to get something from him, but since he's got nothing, we just need to talk to you a little bit more. Yeah. All the while going, but we know it's you, bitch! Yes. Well, we that- know you did it, but we're not going to... Come on in. So come that's the in. thing we're with friends. the first interview. Uh, the, the part <laughs> I didn't mention is... In the first interview that they had, the original interviewer said there were points where he knew something wasn't right because there's just an attitude that a victim who just went through a traumatic situation goes through and she did not display any real versions of that incident. Oh, wow. So he said he would leave the room and then when he'd come back in, she'd, oh, and get startled. But he could tell the startle wasn't a genuine like, I just got scared. Yeah. And she never cried. It wasn't, like, an involuntary response. It was a, oh, I heard that sound, and now let me make this response that I'm supposed to make. So just it so you know, this like is stuff instant, the like, police well, look for. I was going to say, like, yes. it sounds like almost like, oh, yeah, sure, you just couldn't tell. Like, no, like, this is stuff they are literally trained. No, this was the most intriguing part of the whole like, interview, was listening to the interviewer be like, these were, like, the points that I saw. Because when I went into it, I thought, oh, my God, this poor girl. Like, even watching the first interview, I was like... Oh my god, like, I don't even know how I would remember any of that situation. Like, she's so good at remembering. Like, that's amazing. And then come to find out, yeah, she's remembering so well. She planned it. (laughs) She planned it. She's making up this story. Yeah, so he's like... She's probably sat with the murderers and be like, alright, fake interview me, let's let's do this. (laughs) I mean, I don't know about all that, but... They pick up on. They're like, okay, that was a little off. That doesn't seem right. And I mean, I want to say things like, you know, everyone handles their grief differently. And I'm sure they do, but I'm also sure there's, like, certain involuntary responses 
Because there's like, you know, the way your body reacts when it hears something. Yes. It's like an involuntary response. Like you don't have a chance. But if you're trying to fake it, it usually comes a little slower and then can either be a little too over the top or like a little like not enough. And during her interviews, you can see it being like the good cop and then like the bad cop. He's very stern. He positions himself in a certain way for the second interview. Like he knows when he walks in there. She's not leaving without an arrest at this point. Oh wow! But so for the back to the first interview, yeah, he said he noticed that he that she didn't cry at the funeral. Um, they handed her a tissue in the interview, Mm -hmm. and she kept dabbing her eyes and like pretending to blow her nose. But when he recovered that tissue at the end of the interview, which is sounds creepy, but it's like it wasn't wet. There was no snot. There were no tears. It was a dry tissue paper. That's so weird. So, but like, I mean, that's a huge like. Okay, poke yourself is, in the eye if you're trying to pretend to cry in front of a police officer, guys. Right? Because they know they ain't dumb. They, they apparently rub your tissues all <laughs> over their face after you use them and be like, "This is super dry. I don't feel shit on this. Look at look at my face after I rubbed her snot tissue. There is no snot." But that's the thing. It, like that. Like when he they said that in the interview, I was just like. Oh, wow. Things you don't even think about. I wouldn't even have thought to grab the tissue from her. Yeah. Like, this is why you do the job and I just talk about it. Right, exactly. (laughs) It's like, this is why, yeah, I I don't know if I could handle the actual interviewing because I'd just be like, okay, how'd it go? Well, that sounds really bad. You poor girl. All right, good luck. Right? Like, it's at that same point. Yeah, then we got the statement. They're like, dude, did you not notice everything else she was doing? This is one of those cases where I can look back and be like, God damn, good job, police officers. Like, normally I always have something fucked up to say, like, you could have done better. That guy was bad. Like, always. And then this time I'm just like, God damn. Now I know why we pay you. Because <laughs> right? my ass would have been like, oh my this. God, you poor girl. Let me coddle you. Right? And instead it's just like, they're like, mm, mm, no, she didn't. Something don't feel right. right. I mean, and then even then, like, looking back. It's one of those things, like, <laughs> knowing it now that it leads to, like, it's actually her. And you're going back and you're like, why would they so willingly murder Two people in cold blood, just point blank execution style murder, and to then leave, leave a victim one alone. person who you supposedly dragged around the house, who spent the saw most you. time with you. Yeah, yeah, spent the most time with you. You just leave them tied up to a banister. Which I'm just saying, I don't know if any of you. Oh, that's what I forgot to tell you. What? Hold on. So that's the thing. So then they catch her right in the second interview. They catch her like she's fucked, right? Yeah. So then she goes and says, "Well, here's the thing." It was for me. They were only supposed to kill me and get the money because I didn't want to live no more because of the life that they get. They weren't supposed to kill my parents. So she tries to play it off at some point. They're like, oh no, it was a, it was a, a assisted suicide. I was supposed to kill me, but it yeah. went wrong. They misunderstood. And they're like, nah, bitch. Like, yeah. At this point, no. they're just like, no, no, no. we're not falling for your shit. Maybe if you said that the first time around, we would have been more coy to the idea but at this point your ass is going to jail yeah and then but i mean in a, i was gonna say too the banister thing like why i don't know if anyone's had stairs banisters are not that strong like if you're in no, like a life or death situation you can bust your ass out of a can't banister no problem like i've broken right? a banister thing before just by on accident <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly like that that's that's not a good secure place to be tying someone up at Right. If you're planning on leaving them somewhere. Oh, to- and when they got there, she wasn't tied up anymore. I forgot to mention that too. When the paramedics and stuff got there, and all the hassle, she had not been. She was not untied. No one untied her. She was already untied. I forgot to mention that. Wow. <laughs> That's yeah. the, like, th- like what? 
Yes, yes, yes. Such yes, a yes. shit job. Yeah. So wow. yeah, yeah. She just I, like I, it went from like a somewhat decently thought out like you know oh my god horrible horrible victim like oh my god this is a horrible crime <coughs> to like oh wow that was at, like at least decently thought out like she almost got away with it if the dad didn't wake up to like more and more you sit there and think about it you're like actually she shouldn't have gotten away with that she was horribly tied up not even tied up anymore she was left alive when she shouldn't have been <coughs> yeah God. yeah so it, it, inevitably she was gonna but get it's gonna be like oh uh, was it gypsy oh yeah she also just walks oh here you go i unlock the door for him and text him hey come on in right. like that'd be horrible yeah, it's like uh, we hit the digital age, so like guys, pay attention. <laughs> right. Go back to the basic, like writing and sending it with a pigeon. Like I that's like, safer. Right. I was honestly like, if you think, oh, they won't find out. It's a burner phone. They'll find out. Like it's not just because it's a burner doesn't mean they can't still pull up the records of the burner. Like, oh, it's a burner phone. Yeah. But they can still see how many times that burner phone called or messages that burner phone made if they had the phone, especially like. It's not foolproof. It's not like, oh, it's a burner phone. Every message I send is Snapchat and disappears. <coughs> and heads up, I'm pretty sure Snapchat still has those. Still has those somewhere. They got server. it right. Like it's not an automatic delete. Like if somebody like, brings it up later, that they'll find that shit. <laughs> it deletes off your phone, sure. But if the cops need it, I'm sure there's some. Dude, sort Snapchat of is like an app for cheaters. <laughs> I mean, like your messages will self destruct in ten seconds. That's, I remember, I literally remember when Snapchat was first coming out, the interviews or, or like, the, the, like, what was it, the day show or yeah. the, the talk and shows like that, where they were all like, this is an app for cheaters. Like, wh- why else would you need your messages to disappear if you're not sending inappropriate things? Be careful from parents. If your kids have Snapchat, they could be doing something inappropriate. Okay, but still be careful if your kids <coughs> have Snapchat. Like, oh. no joke. <laughs> Honestly, I used the Snapchat because I had that cool tongue dog filter. All right, right? <laughs> that was it's it. It's so different now, though. I always got annoyed with Snapchat because I was like, I don't remember what people said to me. I have ADD, so I look into, or ADHD, I look into a message, get distracted, try to come back to it to be like, what was I talking about? I'm like, fuck, I don't know anymore. Yeah, automatically, <coughs> it used, to, it used to automatically delete. Now it doesn't, though. You can go in and Oh, out. you can change it? Like, they have it set for, like, 24-hour distractor. You can just have it always there. But, yeah, I always thought that was weird. Like, yeah. there's no reason for you. I literally didn't use it. For what me. are you doing on there? You yeah. know what I mean? But I mean, even on, in this case, I feel like a Snapchat would have been a safer chance for them than a burner phone. Yes. <laughs> yes. So they... So, wow. Wait. I'm just still, like, wrapping my head around this whole thing. Yeah. So, what? like, what happened? What, what did they get... A, who were these guys? How did they find these people? Like, who were these three people? So they were friends of uh, the, the boyfriend. They were, like, employees or whatever of the boyfriend. They owed him money. So they were literally just friends. Like, he just literally found these people, probably yeah. sold them drugs, and was like, hey. Exactly. That's what I think they were. They were, <coughs> they were clients. Or, you want or, drugs? What if instead of drugs, or what, you know? Yeah, I'll give you cash. You, you got... might have to go down for jail. Or like, go down for murder. Right? Heads up. If you murder my girlfriend's parents, so she can be... I'm sorry, like, I get that there are... Why not just disown them? Let them disown you. Right? Like, they're toxic, right? Just, like, just... you think they're toxic to you. Like, I'm not saying they were toxic, but I'm saying you feel they're toxic. Let, let Leave them alone. Yeah, just these, like, literally, go live with your boyfriend, go live your <laughs> life, just, you're, you know, don't expect anything from us. If that's literally the life you, if you, it's not worth murdering, like, you're, you're gonna get caught and go to jail. It's not worth murdering them. 
just say, yeah, you know what, mom and dad, F you guys, I was already lying to you about anything anyway. If you're smart and they're paying you stuff for this. Well, apparently she wasn't smart <laughs> because she got caught pretty And easily. went for the murder plan instead of the, the runaway plan. Maybe it wasn't the but, gore that had her going down to pharmacist instead of right? <laughs> doctor. I'm, I'm, just, my, I'm just saying, if you're smart about it, unlike her, yeah. and they're giving you money for tuition and stuff, start saving that shit up a little and then go, okay, fine, disown me. Take all the money you've been saving and pulling out. Yeah, put and... a down payment on a house or something. Yeah. Exactly. No, we're not telling you to do that. Go to school if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Do do school. Exactly. But, um, but if your parents are, are mean, <clears throat> if your parents are being hard on you, no, no, don't like, don't give that advice. Don't don't give that advice. What? That's horrible advice. We're not we're not suggesting you screw your parents over and let them live. Just no. there's a better way. <laughs> she could have went about. <laughs> yeah, there's other ways. Like, talk to them, tell them what's going on, tell them how you feel. <laughs> if they are too much, my point was, you don't they're have not to kill worth them. murdering. You don't have to kill them, yeah. It's you can, you're, you're you can say, there. I'm old enough, I'm gonna go, you know. Yes. In today's world, I, I know a lot of, I, I've seen plenty of it to where a lot of people are, are nowadays have been able to be looked back and be like, you were abusive, mom and dad. You're not good, you're toxic, and it is okay now to cut you off. It is okay to say and go no contact with your parents if they are that way. I can't believe there was ever a time that wasn't okay. It was so, like, but it didn't matter. But to realize now, like, there, there was a time. Where... Yeah, literally, even I feel like with our parents, like, <clears throat> you know, like, at our gener- their generation. Yeah. If their parents were toxic or whatever, it wasn't an option to just, like, it was always, but that's your mom. It doesn't yeah. matter how she treats. That's your mom. That's your dad. Those that's are true. your parents. You're that's being true. mean to them by not doing those, by not letting them do those things. Like, no. If they're going to treat you that way, get the fuck out. Yeah, it's okay. <coughs> no one's going to, like, look down on you <coughs> for, for wanting to leave that situation. Yeah, but don't murder them. And then as that for parents, like, your kids are adults. You've let them out into the world. There's only so much you can do. Like, if they're dating a drug dealer, you can't control that. You just kind of have to let it happen. But, I mean, well, feel free to, to let, remind them, hey, that's a drug dealer. And if, you know, I, if there's a, a anonymous tip as to where the drug dealer's doing his business. And I mean... To get him away from your kids. Just to get away from your kids. Then you're like, babe, it's okay. It's not your fault. No, I didn't do that. I don't know who called the anonymous tip in. Come back to us. Let's <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If you see my adult children... Walking around with a with a fucking whatever drug dealer, you I will anonymously tip you. You better stay with my child. <laughs> right? Okay. Like I feel like I am like not scared. Boy, like kids, get away from controlling parents. Parents, control your kids. Don't let them fucking date drug dealer. Exactly. That's the thing, right? <laughs> oh, this went like one side to the other side. Like I'm playing both fields here. I'm a parent, but I'm also young enough to be like, guys, it's okay if your parents are abusive to tell to get away. <laughs> Parents, do not let your kids date drug dealers. Exactly. Don't do it. Sound, you sound, you know, if you love them, it's love. Where are they but located? But so here's the thing. As far this as, address has drugs at it. As far as I know, the, the family was not abusive. Sure, strict. Abusive, not. So with that being said, if you have strict parents, they love you. They want what's best for you. They're, they're being, they're raising you the way you, you know, they were raised. I mean, my, again, my basis is mostly after TV movies and things, but a lot of times it's just a tough love and they're very like, 
you know, I, I'm, I don't want you to end up the way I did or deal with things I had to do, so I'm really trying to push you to not do that and get a better life. But then parents, you also have to be like, but you can't, you know, you have to let them be kids at times. You can't also, like, if they physically hurt you, then report them. No, that shit's bad. Like, never, there's no, there there's is no excuse, excuse for that. There's never an excuse for physical abuse. Yes, right. agree. Like, I, there's going to be a time where I'm going to raise my voice to my daughter and be like, I said no, you're not leaving this house, I'm putting my foot down because I know what's best for you and I'm your mom. Yeah. I'm not going to physically force her to stay in the house, but I'm going to tell her with every power in my main bones and body that I don't want you to do this, so don't go out. Yeah. It's dangerous. But, again, don't kill your parents. Don't hire your drug, drug dealer boyfriend hey, to girls, hire people to murder your parents. Seriously. <clears throat> that is not a good out. <clears throat> You're more oh. than likely going to be in trouble. You're going to get caught. They are, it, it's not It's not easy. It's not a clean thing. It's not a good idea. Don't it's not. murder. You're not going to get away with it. Yeah. So now... So wait, what? So, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. What happened to her? So, so she got caught. She got her ass, like, they said, we figured you out. Yeah. Shut up. Stop lying to us. Boop. Here's some chains. Here's some... some we're, we're arresting you. Yes. They go to trial... She gets guilty of attempted murder because she used a murder for hire. So, guilty of attempted murder, but, but, this year, Ontario courts asked to refile a murder trial for first-degree murder. Oh, wow. So, we may be having an update soon on Jennifer Pan and her now murder trial. What about the boyfriend and everyone? They just locked away? They all got... They got <laughs> They're like, no, 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 you guys... Sure, she she asked him to do it. He was. The I didn't one even bother to look into it because I know they all got time. Like they're all in jail. They're all in they jail. Did. I mean, yes. they were the ones who physically all together decided on murdering. Yeah, conspiracy so. to murder. <laughs> like they they got a number. Right? And I'm sure she got most of that. Like, but I'm guess like you know in the sense of oh well you're two steps removed from the actual hiring because yeah. he's the one who found the people. He's the one who did that. You just said I want this done, and they're the ones who went and did it. But, but now Ontario they're, has they're like, whoa, 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 she should get justice back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. They still sure. want justice for her mother, so. Yeah. They are going in and. Well, good for them. I'm glad they're, like, kind of stepping up and being, like. Yeah. You know, that's, the hold on, let's readjust that. That doesn't seem hard enough for a girl to do, who did this for, literally, my parents were strict. Murder! Right. <laughs> I had strict parents. That never, that never came into my mind. <laughs> Like, I love my parents. I never thought about murdering them. Yeah. Mom, Dad, just if you ever hear this, just know, never once thought about murdering them. You never had to worry about me standing at your bedside with a knife. (laughs) Now, granted, as a child, I stood at your bedside mostly because I wanted water or I had a bad dream. And I know for a fact on several occasions, I probably scared my mom to death just staring at her. It's scary! And then she would look. I was like that kid. And then I'd like, wait, and stare at her. That's what Emily does! And then she'd, like, get that feeling, like, oh, I feel like someone's watching me. Oh, God! <laughs> yep. Son, what are you doing? <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Good Lord. Oh, sorry, guys. COVID sorry is for... killing us today. My cough has been so bad, I know half this thing is just me coughing <laughs> at you. Turn your volumes down just a little so you don't, you know, blow an eardrum from my hacks in your ear. But that's it. That's so, the current story recap. of Jennifer Pan. Jennifer fakes being a, a break-in, has her parents murdered. Yep. Uh, she is unsuccessful with her father. thinks she can outwit the police, uh, failed miserably like she did in high school and college and, and any other place she faked. 
faked her whole life because her parents well, wanted... See, her parents were fine with her with the bad grades at first because she was going to be an Olympic gold medalist for her skating. And then she blew out her knee, had a knee injury. And they're like, nope, And then they're like, okay, Here's now you got to focus on the goal. But you think about it, like, any parent is going to be that person. Like, you either have to excel in school, or you... Well, at least in our time, or you have to excel in sports. Now I'm like, listen, kiddo, like, decide what you want to do and let's learn that. Like, right? that's the kind of parent I am, because I homeschool, so I'm like, let's figure out what yeah. your goal is in life, and let's let's just right. focus on Other that. Other than that, your learning is going to consist of the main things, yep. and then, like, things you'll actually use in life. And Most of I your math fun? will be consist of money, spendings, <coughs> budgetings... Things like that that you have to do in life, yeah. Yep. I still, to this day, cannot do a percentage in my head without a calculator. And even then, I sometimes put it in the calculator wrong. <laughs> like, it's so fucking A annoying. lot of times, so I do, like, if it's close to 50, I can kind of help figure it out. I know 10% is I just, like, move it over one. So if it's, like, $50, 10% of that is just $5. Yeah. And then I kind of, like, okay, 10% is $5. It's 30% off, so 10 is 5, so 5, 10, 15. So it's $15 off. <laughs> that's the way I do it. Ten percent, ten percent, ten percent. Yeah, that's actually not too. That's pretty smart. <laughs> that's that's literally. I, don't, I if someone's like asking me like, all right, what's sixty percent of this? A lot of times it's like, okay, 50 what's fifty percent of that? What's ten percent of that? Put them together. Boom. Here you go. Right. Like, I, I'm sure there's easier ways, but that's the way. No, that's I know actually my 10%, better. Ten percent. I know my five or fifty percent. Boom. And then I also know you know five percent is half of ten percent. Yeah. One <laughs> percent is moving it over twice, so it's fifty dollars. One percent is five cents. Or 50 yeah. cents. So it's so, like, yeah. But she couldn't excel in that. So no. they were hard on her and she decided to murder them. <clears throat> so I hope you guys have enjoyed this math lesson, life lesson, teaching lesson, and story of a woman murdering her parents for being parents. Just so she can date the boyfriend. <laughs> just so she can she date the boyfriend. She was an adult. Dealer. That's what I don't understand. You're a girl. Just go. Right? Just get out. Leave it said. <laughs> if you don't want to be here, go. If you want that life, <laughs> you go live that life. Just don't. Don't expect us to help you. Now you, so let's just look at the <coughs> casualty credits here. You've destroyed your life, your boyfriend's life, those three guys' lives. I mean, I'm sure they all were going to be destroyed anyways because they're bad say, people. I feel but, like at some point, if but, it wasn't Jennifer, somebody else would have asked for something like that. Five people already under the belt. Then you got dad. You fucked dad over because now dad's wife's dead. Dad has probably some kind of permanent damage somewhere. You fucked brother over because... He's now out parent. Brother lost his mom, his sister's fucking psycho, and dad got, almost died, and then you, you fucked over mom. Mom's dead. She lost her life. So eight people's lives were affected because your ass wouldn't leave home. Like, that's all you had to do. Leave home. <laughs> leave home. Go be with your boyfriend. Leave the rest of your family alone. Then it would have only been yours and your boyfriend's dumbass life instead of everybody's life that you fucked over. So selfish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm not normally the one that goes out on rants. I know, I love it. I'm so glad you did. I'm, I love it. But like, it's fun, right? Jesus Christ, you rolled <laughs> eight lives. Eight. Yeah. Jesus. All right, that's it, guys. That's it for today. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. We love you. Be back for more. Love you. Bye.